This is a new podcast series called Clarity Generates Confidence. Welcome to this episode of Clarity Generates Confidence. I'm delighted to have a friend of ours and someone who's been working with GCP for a number of years, Stephanie Warren of the Warren Insurance Group. Stephanie has been working with us and been very creative in terms of how her both insurance and benefit strategies, we primarily use Stephanie for the benefits side. And it's been awesome. I and mean, we've had some great programs and helps us to look after our people. Today, we'll talk to Stephanie about what's been happening as she sees in her life and what she sees for companies that she's been working with, and particularly the small and medium-sized organizations that have been impacted by the COVID. So as we're looking ahead and going into 2021 and how we go forward in 2021, I'm delighted to have Stephanie with us. Stephanie, great to have you with us. Hi, Gary. It's great to be here. I'm really excited to have this conversation. It's an important one to be having. And obviously, it's it's relevant in the times we're in. So I'm really excited to be with you today. Good. So Stephanie, just for everybody's sake, explain a little bit about your background, how you got into this business. I know a bit about it, but I know you'll explain it a lot better. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I actually kind of lucked out and came right into the business out of university. I had no intention of being in insurance, but it was going to fill a gap from what I wanted to do, which was to become a police officer. And I, I studied in school for criminology and I kind of decided out of university, I'll work a little bit until I get hired. And I landed on this insurance role. And I kind of changed my entire aspect on the workforce. But now I work completely doing group benefits with my sister. My sister's my business partner. And we started Warren Insurance Group about six years ago now. I worked in the industry for a few years before that, before starting up our own practice. So now we do group benefits and life insurance for all kinds of companies. So we're really seeing how everything's being affected for all kinds of small businesses around the province and and the impact COVID's having on all of them. Something I recall... Because I think you really first came to us even before you had your own agency. Was that not correct? Yeah. And there's something that you saw at that point in time that either you didn't like, if I recall correctly, or you felt could be done differently, that that helped you get into being your own entrepreneur and, and having your own agency. How did that come about? Absolutely. So I'm definitely an entrepreneurial mindset for sure. I am a bit of a control freak, which I think a lot of entrepreneurs are. I wanted to do things differently than I saw it being done in the industry. And I really wanted to kind of do things my way in a more personal way that is built completely on relationships and not just figures, not just numbers, not just sales practices. I think that being your own, doing business in your own way is what's most important. And it's what makes you passionate about doing whatever it is that you do is that you're able to put your own spin on your way of doing business. So I really saw an opportunity after working for other people and seeing the way they did things, I realized I wanted to do things in a different way. And that kind of led me on my journey of of starting out something myself. When you look back over the last 14 months or so, maybe back even to to the beginning of 2020, what surprised you and, and what's changed in your world? Well, in business, the biggest change that I think I've seen this year and the biggest surprise is now the kind of the changing of the aspect of the employer being dependent on the employees to make their business run instead of the employees being dependent on their workplace to support them. So I think I've kind of seen that aspect change as far as businesses go. But as far as personally speaking, the biggest surprise is taking on so many different hats in a day and, and trying to make it all keep all your balls in the air while you're trying to make everything work at business and in home life. Yeah. Well, had you moved to where you are now 
prior yeah. to the pandemic? I'm trying to remember. Or during the Yeah, pandemic. just before. So we moved to Port Stanley. It's just a small town in Ontario. We moved from the city and decided to kind of move towards a beach. And we <laughs> kind of did that at the right time because just as all of this was happening, uh, we started working from home more and more. And it's just been a really good time timing for us to be to be at home somewhere where it's more pleasant. <laughs> well, you know, my only recollection of Port Stanley was one night while during my frosh week at university going down to what's called the Stork Club as we went from Western down there. I don't remember much of the night. I do remember going down there and I got back somehow, but that's all I remember about Port Stanley. Well, it's such a fun place. Yeah, there's definitely a big beach bar here. So it's called GT's and it's it's a fun place to go. It's live music on the beach and lots of beach volleyball courts. So it's a fun place for everybody to come. Yeah, and so with a young family, that'll be awesome to have them. Uh, yeah. Right there. And, and good. And I think your family's all around you now, too. I think your parents moved down and your sister's down there, too. And yes, I'm, I'm very lucky because it definitely takes a village to, to have a business and have small children. So I've really lucked out in that regard because my village helps me every day. Would you say you moved further away from physically where your clients are or by going to Port Stanley or... Yes, definitely. I, I definitely have moved away from my client base. I, I do a lot of my work in the Cambridge and Kitchener-Waterloo area. Um, so I've definitely moved farther away. I, I was doing that for about a year before COVID happened. So I was doing lots of driving, lots of commuting a couple of days a week, booking my days packed full Tuesdays and Thursdays and, and trying to go into town on those days. But Obviously, that's changed because of COVID. And now, you know, phone calls and Zoom and emailing has become the new norm right now. Well, things are, are shut down. How have your clients accepted that? We're kind of in a, a strange time because everyone is accepting the fact that, you know, going places isn't isn't the smart thing to be doing right now. And everyone's embracing having to do their business over the phone and email and all of that. But ultimately, it's changed the way that's business is being done this past year, but it's also made everything more efficient for me for, for the time. So we'll see if that continues forward. Do you think that you will have to go back? I mean, you may go because you want to, but do you think you'll have to go back to seeing everybody? I think that uh, we're going to see a shift. Some people do want that face-to-face interaction. Some people are still waiting on that face-to-face interaction. And some people need uh, to be as efficient as possible. And to be as efficient as possible is to cut down travel time and and use things like Zoom and email to, to communicate the things you don't necessarily need to meet with in person. But I also have a bit of a sensitive type of business. It is about financials. Group benefits are about employees and the details of finances and things like that. And a lot of people do want that personal touch when dealing with with a bit more sensitive issue so I, I i think i will see have to see people more as the closures come to an end hopefully in the next few months but i there's also going to be that clientele that that wants to do things as efficiently as possible and a phone call will suffice for for some What's it been like to try and get new business during this time? Absolutely. So the last year has actually been our busiest year yet. We're we're kind of swamped with business as people are kind of realizing that their their health has become an asset and they're wanting to protect that a lot more. So we are seeing an influx of business, but ultimately I'm very lucky because I have not, knock on wood, had to go look for new business. I'm seeing an influx of business that's coming from referrals from my current clients. So that would be my advice to anybody in the business world right now is reach out to the people that you do have in your environment and, and see if there's any business opportunities there. But that's that's really where I'm seeing the most of my business come from. People have been wondering how to deal with that. And I said, utilizing their own network, I think is really important to be able to I want to come back to something you said earlier, and you said that employees used to be dependent upon their employer. 
And now the employer is dependent upon the employee. Have you seen that happen? And and what do you really mean by that? What do we? How do you see this? Well, yeah, because now employers are now having to trust that people are going home with all of the uh, all of the tech and and working from home. And you know, employers are really having to trust that people are doing their jobs and doing them well and doing what they're supposed to. And all of a sudden, you know, the employees are the asset of their employers more so than they ever have been. And employees are now having, you know, all of this extra responsibility that they might not have had before. So Stephanie, what what I'm what I am hearing you say with all of this is that because the companies, employers like me could see people before they didn't have to worry about maybe security in some respects. All the information was sitting on their computers, on the desks, for example. And now it's gone to this virtual world. So what have you seen in in your client base that companies have done? Maybe both some success stories and some that weren't so successful. Yeah, employers are now trying to read their employees and find out who's good at working from home, who wants to be working from home, who can be trusted working from home. And a lot of employees now are not what some of them are wanting to get back to work back into an office space. Some don't like, you know, juggling what laundry they have to do compared to what work they have to do in a day. So as far as employers go, employers are now having to entrust uh, trust that their team is doing what they're supposed to. And employees are now taking that responsibility and running with it and proving themselves that they can work from home and and be trusted with more responsibility. Do you have any idea what percentage of the the employers that you talk to think their people will come back? Yeah, I think I'm seeing like a 50-50 split from employers and from the employee standpoint, because uh, some of the business just simply isn't as, as effective being done at home and are kind of people kind of rely on that team building and stuff to get the work done in a day. But I'd say 50% of employees and employers do like working from home, at least on a, a part-time basis. I don't think we'll ever see everybody go to the office full-time uh, where people can work from home from some capacity. I think we'll see a lot of part-time splits where you work for a couple of days in the office and a couple of days at home. I think that seems to be the new norm of what I'm hearing from employees and employers alike. Yeah. Are there people who just say, God damn it, everybody's coming back to the office. Do you have any of those kind of clients at all? Yeah, I do, actually. I do. And those are the ones that are a bit more uh, the control freaks that I call them. They're the ones that really like to know what everybody's doing. They like to be involved in the business atmosphere themselves. So they like having everybody there and everyone around bouncing ideas off each other and things like that. So there are a few of those people that really want everyone to come back, but I think that they're going to be hard pressed not to give the option to work from home on at least a little bit of a part-time basis. Yeah. And, you know, I, somebody asked me that question the other day in, in a workshop that I was in and he says, how do you answer this as a gentleman out of Texas? And I, and I said, you know, I said, you have to ask that owner entrepreneur, how did, how they function during the pandemic first? Do you see that those different attitudes also as dependent upon the the employer, the owner themselves, as much as the employees. I'm just curious how you might might take that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because if the business owners themselves have been working from home, they understand the different kinds of problems that can arise. A lot of people with kids who are working from home are finding it difficult, but it also depends on your your mindset and what you kind of uh, enjoy about being in the office and at work. If you're all about the team and wanting to be around your team and bouncing ideas off of each other, that office relationship is really important. If they have been at home and kind of felt alone in their business, and felt alone with what they're doing. They don't feel 
that's connected to their team, those are the people who are going to be more inclined to want to work from the office as opposed to having everybody work at home on their own schedules. No, I think that makes sense. I think there's always going to be an individual preference, but now I think now they have an option. What impact has it been on the benefits as Way Company looks at the benefits now with a lot of people being away? I know that the, the number of claims have probably been down. I know it was down in our in our scenario here at our company because of you know a lot of the practitioners being closed. And any changes in the in the attitudes and directions and what companies are looking at with respect to benefits for their employees? Yeah, well, benefits have never been more important, I don't think. We've seen so many new businesses pop up over the course of the pandemic, and all of them are wanting to explore benefit options and, and benefits for their employees. I think employees more so now than ever are kind of want something more than a paycheck. And anyone worth having wants more than a paycheck. But we've seen, obviously, claims have been down this year compared to years prior. So it's kind of a hard year to go off of. Um, we anticipate everything's going to kind of go back to a little bit more of a normal in 2021 as, as things open up. But we're seeing a lot more people have health spending accounts, things like that over and above uh, the benefit plans. So it's definitely become more and more important to have a benefit plan uh, for an employer, especially when competing for, for good employees right now. Unfortunately, the common thing that I'm hearing from most of my business offers is that it's just so hard to find an employee worth their while. There's just not that many people with the skill sets that are, are being needed. So if you're wanting to attract good quality people, you have to offer more than a paycheck these days. And and obviously the flexibility of having choices to work from home um, and, and really listening to what's important to the employees that you do hire is going to be critical for, for the long-term happiness and success of the people that you're hiring and, and hoping to keep as you, as you run your course through 2021. Yeah, we've certainly found, because you know us very well, and that we've just had to be more uh, intentional about how we how we deal with our people, the things that we do. I think we are quite prepared to to make the move. And things have gone relatively smoothly for us here at GCP. And again, we always look at our as our benefits program. We always look at as you as uh, as our one of our trusted advisors with respect to how we help look after our people. Oh, well, thank um, you. Yeah, and so it's kind of I find it kind of interesting in. A statistic you gave me one time that said, I think it was for Canada, that less than half of the companies actually had benefits for their employees. Was that was that accurate or is there something specific about it that you... Yeah, about about half, maybe a little less than half offer benefits to their employees. And it really just depends on the age demographic of the, the, the people that you're hiring, you know, the amount of money that they're making. So, so yeah, but less than half have a benefit plan or had a benefit plan to 2020. We'll see what the numbers come out as since the pandemic. I haven't seen those figures yet, but I think we'll see more and more companies that are providing a, a benefit plan. Yeah. And from the insurance company, from the insurer's perspective um what are you seeing from them what if they what if they had to adjust to over because we don't you know we're, we're, we're one step removed we work through you so what, what's happening in that part of the world that comes yeah. down towards the brokers well it's kind of funny because i think that people forget that the insurance companies have had to make the same kind of changes that all of the small businesses have had, had to make as well like they've had to train their employees to work from home get all the technology set up for people to work from home 
And, you know, that's a challenge for insurance companies as well, who are used to having, you know, a, a very clear cut process. They've had to change all of their processes, which takes time, train people on new processes, which takes time. So I, I think people forget that insurance companies are going through the same um, changes and, and struggles that, that small businesses are just kind of on a, a little bit larger of a scale. Yeah. And have you noticed the differences in some of those companies in terms of how they were able to adapt? Did they have the right processes to do that? Have you seen? Absolutely. Some have definitely done better than others. So we've seen processing time slow down across the board, like it just, especially in the, in the first part of 2020, things have really started to shift now back into high gear. And I think we're seeing um, a lot more productivity and, and things starting to roll a little easier. But all of the hiring that they've had to do as well has impacted everything. And, and the new things that they're doing to help small businesses has definitely helped people get through this time. I think it's got to be a big impact for, for technology because if everything has to run on an app right now. Nobody wants to deal. If you're going to submit anything, I could take pictures of it. Like you could take a picture of a check and do it, get it all in, make it easier to operate. Um, and has that part accelerated all through the last 12 months as well? Definitely, definitely. Because where we used to see people have to do um, original signatures and everything like that, everything had to be original paperwork for insurance companies. And all of a sudden, we've seen a real digital turnaround, which was definitely coming, but at a slower scale than than it's been forced into during the pandemic. So it's definitely become a more efficient process and, and definitely using technology for electronic signatures and things like that, where we definitely had to use a pen and paper beforehand. So, Stephanie, let's talk about going forward. Let's let's look ahead now. And, yeah, the and fun again, part. Yeah, the fun <laughs> part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're a futurist. I am too. So, two 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 things with respect to one one is what do you see for for companies and people? You've talked we've talked about this a little bit already with respect to the fact that it's more difficult to hire people and that employers are now dependent employees. What do you see will will go forward as we as we come out of the the pandemic and back to a what I'll call a hybrid work environment. That's the way I've tended to refer to Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I definitely see the nine to five lifestyle maybe becoming a thing of the past. You know, not everybody is built to work nine to five. Some people like to work in the evenings, some in the afternoons. We're seeing a real change in, in, in the answering of emails at all different times of the day and night. So I think we might see the nine to five uh, life change a little bit. And I think definitely an online presence is something that's going to be here to stay. I think, you know, most business owners didn't really have an online presence before 2021 if you're not kind of in that field. Um, so I think an online presence, if people are going to look you up before they talk to you and what are they going to see, I think those are going to be big changes that we see going forward. Yeah, absolutely. I think that the best thing you can do is listen to your employees and, and find out what makes them tick. Every business is different. Every employee is different. And going forward, as far as benefits go, you have to be able to put it towards your demographic. What works for that demographic? demographic of people? Is it drugs? Or do you have an older crowd and you need drugs? Do you have a younger crowd that is just worried about dental and um, glasses and things like that? You really have to find out what makes your employees tick, what's important to them, and, and try and make it uh, as efficient for, for the majority of your team as you can. You know, I, I, we've talked about this a lot over the years is that I know I put a big emphasis on not so much on the drug and the medical side, which we do ensure, but also much to more towards the, the paramedical side, all the health practitioners and prevention side. 
Is there any kind of trends going on there? Because our, I mean, our drug uses, which I think you pointed out to us when we just did the uh, meeting, really low for 12 people. That we yeah, had. Absolutely. I think that the mental health aspects are becoming bigger in the, the group benefit side. We're seeing so many more programs that are geared toward mental health awareness, taking care of the employee, obviously their mental health, but the mental health of their spouses and their children and their family members. Because ultimately, when things aren't functioning as well at home, then they're not going to function that well at work. So ultimately, we're seeing a huge influx of employee assistance programs and and mental health awareness apps that are coming into the fourfold um, as we go forward. And they're becoming more important, really, than the drug side of things in the benefit world. So let's bring it, let's bring it close to home because you've talked about that. So what's and we've actually got this expression now instead of work from home, I saw it on a ad somewhere called WFX. So work from anywhere. So we're allowing people to to work from any spot because we know people will go to the cottage. Uh, we'll know that people will go to you know the camp or whatever it is or wherever they might be. But what what has been your experience now as a mother and and as a business owner? <laughs> I I start laughing because. Uh... This has been the most interesting time of my life to be a mom and a business owner, for sure. I feel like this is a maternity leave that I never had. I started this business as I was pregnant with my my first baby. So it's definitely the maternity leave that I never had. But as a mother and as a business owner, working from home is like juggling all day long with different balls in the air, except those balls are on fire. <laughs> so I, I really think it's been a challenge to try and, you know, do all the things that you need to do in a day and try and be as productive and efficient as you possibly can. And when you have so many different things on the go, to be honest, it's been difficult. And I think most women who are in business working from home right now will say the same thing to say it's been easy breezy is a stretch, but it's definitely uh, made me uh, multifunctional. That's for sure. Well, you never, did you really have an office? I always thought you mostly had to work from. Yeah, for the first couple of years, I had an office, which I found as soon as I had my baby, I never went to. So that went out the window. But I've definitely always worked from home, but I had a lot more help, obviously, because during the pandemic, you obviously can't see certain people. And I was out on the road a couple of days a week. So I kind of got had that, you know, work from home break. I was always out seeing clients a few days a week. So being at home all the time now with, you know, kids downstairs, or kids in the next room or has been an interesting way of doing business this year. <laughs> well, I was just joking, you know, Christine here in our office and she's been on the podcast as well. And we just said, you know, I, I actually look at sometimes coming to work as a break. You know, if you're at home, if you're at home all the time, people say going home or being away from me is a break. But I find that, you know, getting into work actually and uh, getting into that mindset of work actually is is a release from the other things that are going on in your life. I don't know if you found that Absolutely. Uh, as well. Absolutely. When I'm getting in the car, not during lockdown, obviously, but when I was getting in the car to go see clients throughout this past year, it's felt like the windows are down and the music's up and it's uh, all of a sudden it's a, it's a fun excursion out of the house for sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I think in another age, you know, you would have had the, the convertible top down and the sunglasses on and the air blowing through your hair. It's like, wow, I'm free. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, that's definitely been the case for over the past year. It's definitely any escape from the house just feels like you're being bad and you're not supposed to be going. <laughs> and you know, it sounds like uh, the, I can't see you right now, but it sounds like the little smile on your face saying that's okay with me to be a bit a little bad. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. Oh, you know it. Yeah. I'm definitely smiling because I'm hitting the road. <laughs> that's been a fun part. Yeah. Awesome. So Stephanie, let's, let's just sort of 
think about what we want to what we want to tell the audience here and and as you see because you've been at this a bit you've got certainly got a great passion for it done a great job looking out for your your clients what do you think is will be really from a broad perspective important as as we look forward now 2021 2022 as the world comes back to another a, a new level of normal we'll go back to what it was yeah, that's a, that's a, there's so many things that are going to be important. And that's everybody kind of needs to realize what their limits are when we start going back to work and, you know, really prioritizing their time on what it is that's important to them. As business owners, it's going to be more important than ever to listen to your employees about what they need, pay attention to what makes people tick. And then I think going forward, keeping those personal relationships alive because I know that it's super easy to send an email or or even a short phone call or whatever, but the value of a personal relationship is going to be so important going forward. You know, even personally and in business, you have to keep those relationships, not just an email, not just a text. Like I think that the in-person value is still going to be there. And I think it's going to be more important as we go forward because you're really going to be decisive about who you go see in person, who you who you make time for in your your personal and professional life to actually go see face to face. So I think that the value of relationships that we need to get back, I think that we've all been missing over the past year and a half. I've never realized how close I am with some of my clients until we talk and we realize how long it's been since we've seen each other. And it's just been uh, definitely just been a long time since we've been able to get together and and really have those in-person relationships and and meetings that, that make this profession fun, that make most people's profession fun, I think. The other thing that I think will come up is I think we'll make decisions upon who we actually go and see and who we don't go and see. Yeah. Who, who can you can see via Zoom and who's a, who's a phone call? Yeah, I, I think we'll. And, and, and then if we take it one more level, when we can get out and travel, uh, who we actually will physically go and see. I think there's going to be those three levels of what we'll call importance or priority. Uh, one being, yeah, I'm willing to get in the car and go and go and see Stephanie because, you know, we love getting together with her. And I want to take that time. And then the, the we'll say, oh, Zoom calls good. You know, it was good enough before. It's good now. And those let's just have phone calls. So I think we're going to be able to have different levels of, of communication that we didn't necessarily have before and not feel as pressured to always show up in person. I don't know how you feel about that. Oh, for sure. I want all my clients to know that I'm I'm going to be driving with my windows down and with my hair blowing in the breeze, excited to go out and see everybody. That's for sure. It's, it's something that I'm really excited about. I don't know about everybody else, but seeing people in person is what I've enjoyed about being in business. I love meeting new people. I love seeing all the different workspaces people work in and getting to know the businesses more, more personally. So that's definitely something that I do plan on going back to is being in person as often as I can. I think that the value of person in-person relationships is going to continue to be so important. And I, I think that a lot of people are definitely going to feel that way as well. Well, Stephanie, this has been awesome today. Really appreciate it. I always appreciate having a chat with you and, and getting your insights into this world because you get to see a lot of people and in a very important way, you know, as you talked about their the personal things that go on, the things that go on in their businesses, the financial side of things. So it is very important and very, you handle those things really, really carefully. So uh, I really do appreciate. So one, one last thing, any last thing you want to say to the audience before we sign off for today? Oh, I just want to thank you for having me. And I, I hope all of the business owners and, and employees of business and all the teams that are out there are just hanging in there and ready to move forward in, in 2021. It's it's going to be a different world, but it's going to be an exciting one. So hopefully everyone can adapt and pivot and we'll see each other on the other side. 
Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, for me, I just want to say that I want hope both employers and the employees really appreciate each other, really appreciate the situations that they're in, what they both try and do. And as we're both dependent upon each other, I think it's been great. So, Stephanie, thank you very much for being with us and to our audience. Thank you for joining us. And until next time, stay safe and stay healthy.